0: Well, it's that time of the year where there's promotions, there's championships being awarded. But here, they think it's all over. We're very much at the foot of the table. Welcome to this week's pod. Welcome to episode 65 of They Think It's All Over, the Football Shirt Show. I'm Adrian, Football tallia who's joining us this week. It's Mike at Footy Shirts. And Tom at Shirt Fan. So, gentlemen, we're man down this week, aren't we? Yeah, we're a man down,
1: just like Liverpool should have done before they got that last-minute winner against Spurs.
0: Hang on, clock might listen, Tom. We don't want to set him off again, do we?
1: Well, we'll have the recording just like the the referees association. So release the records. That's what we want. What I mean,
0: have you got any clips at Sky that you can give us an exclusive scoop on at all, Tom? I, I,
1: I might do actually. You know, bear with me a sec. <laughs>
0: think a
2: German accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't do it. Don't do it. We'll move on. Let's move. Let's move on quickly okay. before he upsets a whole nation, let alone a base. Do
0: mix. it. Do it. We don't. We don't chart in Germany anyway. Do it.
1: <laughs> i've can't, can't, bottled it i've bottled it like tottenham oxford what can i say
0: <laughs> oh dear anyway busy week busy week i mean what have you been up to because you know there's a 15 year old out there that's made his debut for barcelona so try and beat that
2: yeah i can't beat that uh, apart from that i mean I'm, I'm going on holiday soon which i'm looking forward to so i've been doing a lot of holiday shopping but that's not quite as impressive as uh making your debut for barcelona really
1: is it i think i can beat it you know because I had the place to myself this weekend and got absolutely blottoed on the Friday, completely unbothered on the Saturday and finished off a succulent Chinese meal to myself. I think I'm winning at life. To be
0: honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, you're off on holiday. So you bought any new shirts to, to throw in a suitcase?
2: Yeah, well, there's there's always something. In it. I'll be honest with you, I've been buying more books ready for holiday than I have football shirts. But, you know, it's about the only time of year I read and I don't read football books either because I'm a bit like my football films. I don't always enjoy them. But shirts wise, yeah, I've had a few come in. This month has been dominated by one sort of shirt for me. And that's it. With Tom at Circa 88, he obviously stocked those Lucha Libre shirts and I bought two of them earlier in the month. I think the first ones were the, uh, I forget even what order I, I picked them up in now. Um, Santos, Laguna and Pachuca first. And I've added the other three that I was missing since to complete the set for all six now. So, yeah, it's it, that. Oh, I did have one Villa shirt come in, which my wife kindly bought me as well. Now you've got them all in hand.
1: Has your opinion changed on which one was your favourite? Because I know you liked the Atlas one.
2: No, it, it, it is still the Atlas. I think that, that no matter what, that would always have been my favourite. You know, I paid full whack for it as well, so I know I liked it a lot. But then the ones that I didn't think I liked as much in hand, just aren't, like the, the the one I'm wearing whilst we're recording now, i got the Kerataro one on. It was, I I even said to I left. sorry, um, this week that it was my least favourite and that's changed already because once I kind of got it, held it and had a look at the details and and the colour and stuff, it it soon kind of became a better shirt again because originally it was just for the the set that I wanted it. But now each individual shirt is amazing. And when when I've got them all together as well, it's brilliant. And I'll be honest with you, at least four out of the six will be going in my suitcase for my holiday as well
0: (laughs) (laughs) very nice Tom you've uh, picked up a few shirts the last last what three four weeks as well haven't you
1: yeah I I, I had like a a fairly extravagant purchase and it was from granny's football and it was on his site for a little while and I think the reason it was on his site for a little while because it was a size small and it was a 1984 87 England away shirt I just thought it was gorgeous. It wasn't really a shirt that was in my consciousness, but I saw him post it on Twitter. And I was just like, wow, that, that is like a a classy looking England shirt. And I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. And I was like, you know, I, I have been known to, to slide into a small shirt. So I bought it and it does fit. But it has reminded me that I need to get Hot <laughs> girl summer ready, I think. So I do need to start jogging again. But it's, it's an absolutely beautiful shirt. And it's kind of like fleecy on the inside, which is, weird but then I actually missed out on on the home version of the same shirt as well I think I shared it with you guys in the DMs on Twitter but there was an unbelievable like auction that came to an end off a seller off of eBay that I'd never seen before and he had about 10 classic 80s Jasper shirts so they're all like for the Asian market and they all came to the end of their auction all on the same day at the same time when I happened to be in Arundel last week And my connection was shoddy and I missed every single one of them. So there was like a 84 home shirt, long sleeve that went for like under 100 quid. There was a there was a Netherlands uh, 78 shirt. There was a couple of Soviet Union ones. There was West Germany. It was just unbelievable. And someone got a ton of bargains there, which I've not stopped thinking about ever since. Yeah, uh, I I definitely saw some of
2: them that you shared in the DMs and there were some bargains there. But I gotta give you a bit of credit with that English shirt because you mulled over that for a long time, didn't you? Because I know obviously I picked up the um the the Adidas template uh Japanese shirt and obviously at the time you were concerned I might have picked up that England shirt when I said I picked up a, a a big shirt from from Granite Retro. So yeah i think at least you know you're not going to have any regrets on buying that one. it's and it's a nice shirt as well it looks really really good
1: yeah it definitely wasn't a fomo purchase definitely not
0: beautiful addition and sometimes it's definitely quality rather than quantity so very nice one tom very nice right listeners this week we've got some kit news coming up we have a kit history and we have a little quiz for you so first let's move into the news Mike, you're going to bring us some news about a couple of new releases on the continent last week.
2: Yeah, certainly. I'm going to go to Germany first because this one was my particular favourite of the two that I'm going to talk about now. Uh, So Union Berlin uh, released a new shirt. Obviously, five games left of the season to be dropping a new shirt. You know, we get that out of the way. It's not great timing, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, the shirt looked absolutely fantastic and what i quite like about it is it was a it was limited edition for members only as well and basically all the profits from the shirt uh, were going to go towards a new skate park at mellow park so if you haven't seen it check it out on our socials because it looks really really good
1: um obviously you guys have seen it did you like the shirt i wasn't fussed on it i have to be honest i like the intention behind it but it didn't blow me away
2: I really like the shirt and there's something, I have this weird memory in that I am sure somebody on Twitter shared
0: this shirt a little while ago that they picked up in TK Maxx. Yep. I was about to say that. So you said it was limited edition. Yeah. But it definitely did. A few weeks ago, it popped up on Twitter somebody <laughs> found it in TK, and they were asking and everybody's going, not seeing that, must have been a Absolutely concept. Absolutely
2: that, sh- yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I even remember that you, Tom, said you were going to shoot down to TK Maps uh, by you the day after to have a look and I said, if there are any there, I want one too, even though I don't know what it is. So if that person is a listener, please let us know because I'm certain it was that, that same shirt which throws a bit of mystery on the whole idea that it was a limited edition for members only, unless of course... It was just a mistake. And one of them slipped through the net and got out with a batch somewhere and somehow ended up in TK Maxx.
1: You've mugged me right off there as well after I said I didn't rate it. And I was rushing down to the high street <laughs> to try and
2: pick to, one up. It, in your defence, in your defence, I think you, you predominantly said you'd go because I said I would really, really like one and you were being kind. So I don't necessarily think you were rushing down to try and grab one for yourself. But <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so... We'll try and solve that mystery in the week if we can. But the other shirt that we saw was from Nike this time, uh, and it was for Atletico Madrid. And it was a 120-year anniversary shirt, which... I always find an odd number that people celebrate, but On the Continent seems to be one that a lot of clubs do shirts for. It's a really, really nice looking shirt. I think it was a really, really good use of the, the, the template that they've had this season. I think it's, it's basically it's a half and, half and half blue and white shirt. The only thing I think they missed was the opportunity to kind of alternate the sleeves, white and blue as well, to, to go opposite with the colours. I think that would have set it off really, really well. Yeah. So it was inspired by their first ever kit. Um, it has already been worn last week at Mallorca when they won three one. But the one thing that sticks out on it is that god awful whale fin sponsor. That's just the one thing I can't get past. I just
1: think it looks awful. See, there was a few things about this shirt. The first thing is I really like it. I think it's a it's a brilliant uh, it's a brilliant way to do one of these like you know, centennial 120 year shirts when it calls back to the one of the first shirts they ever wore, I think it's really smart. It's obviously very different from an Athletico Madrid shirt. It's got the old style crest on it as well, which I absolutely love. But there's two things I really didn't like. And the wealth in sponsor didn't bother me, but Griezmann's pink hair in that blue and white shirt was repulsive. <laughs> and it threw the whole look of it off. And the other thing is I don't know if any of you seen it, but I think I can't remember the name of the outlet, but one of the big high street sports stores had this on sale this week and in the stadium version, and the price was £80, which means potentially next year we're going to see Nike stadium shirts go up to £80 in, in price.
0: Things to add to that naughty list as well. You've both gone so positive, but I've got some more things. Let's stick with that high street retailer advertising a stadium shirt for £80. They were using the Vapor pictures when they were advertising and had it in stock. The shirt looks very different from Vapor Stadium. So that's a big cross in the box. Uh, I think some of the good news is they're going to use this, this shirt next year as well. I think it's a away on a third shirt. So that's nice. And that does mean there'll be the possibility of picking it up without that way off in sponsor. Because I don't think they're continuing next year. So there we go. Maybe there's an opportunity to get it without, without the sponsor. But yeah, they're releasing it for two years but next year you'll we'll have a different sponsor a different La Liga patch because that new La Liga logo came out this week and a different La Liga font on the back of a shirt as well so although they're carrying out over two she- seasons it's going to look completely different next year anyway
2: it uh, could look better if you put aside the fact that it's a different shirt but I think the pricing is a bit of a sticking point for a lot of people like you say 80 quid for a stadium I'm not as I've said on this podcast many times before I'm not one that thinks you should always buy authentic or vapor or dry fit whatever you want to call it in each one. But when they start to push up to that price, I think it really does push people completely, you know, out of the, the markets. We even think about the, the authentic versions. And it's not just Nike doing that. A, a few people picked up on Adidas doing it with a few of the later releases. I, I'm sure it was Bayern Munich, um, either the third or fourth, whichever one it was that came out had jumped up on the, the, the stadiums as well. And, it's a bad sign, isn't it? Is it? this hobby of ours is just going to keep on getting more expensive?
0: And I don't want to go into the debate about, yeah, you I know, don't get me wrong, and there's a cost of living crisis, and yeah, you know, manufacturing costs have gone up, and the cost of goods and materials have gone up, but it's going to push people towards going down the dark route, the wrong route as well, and there's going to be more fakes out there, right? Isn't there?
2: Hundred percent, there are. You, you can see it already. It's one of the things that people use as as a reason for it, and the thing is, it has a negative effect on the cost of a authentic shirt because what a lot of people don't realize is that there's actually a a charge within most shirts that are sold for the money they lose on counterfeit items so in theory if the counterfeit market wasn't there that would then bring down the the cost of shirts a little bit anyway however yeah it's it's the the age-old
0: argument isn't
2: it you know i'm not paying that when i can pay literally one fifth of it from any particular website
0: yeah we'll um we'll debate that in more detail another day but um tom we talked about the atletico madrid sponsor
1: disappearing next season we've had a couple of sponsors disappear this season yeah we have so i'm sure everyone's seen it because there was a lot of excitement about one of these a little less so about the other so i'll start with the the less exciting one and Inter Milan, they of course played against Lazio, and it was a really exciting game because Lazio needed a point or a win to deny Napoli the Scudetto, which the Napoli denied themselves of anyway. But Inter Milan played that game without digital bits as their sponsor, so it was a blank shirt, just a, the the standard night template we're talking about with this Athletico shirt. And that was because digital bits have defaulted on payments, Inter Milan still not received any payments from the sponsor. So the sponsor was removed from the shirt before the end of the season. I don't think it's coming back either by the the sounds of it. And of course the exact same thing has happened with Roma who also have digital bits as a sponsor or had digital bits this season. But that sponsor was also removed for exactly the same reason. But the exciting thing is they replaced that with a classic sponsor, even though I think it's only been used once by Roma before in 2016. And it's the SPQR sponsor, which emblazoned in gold on the front of the shirt. And they also released that shirt for sale, which is really exciting. And I know it sold out almost immediately, but there's a a few little bits I want to just talk about quickly. So SPQR is an abbreviation. It goes back to Roman times, the ancient city of Rome. And it is an emblematic abbreviated phrase referring to the government of the ancient Roman Republic. And it used to appear on Roman currency and monuments and buildings and all that kind of thing. And SBQR stands for Senatus Populus Romanus, meaning the Senate and the people of Rome, which is really cool because Roma are probably one of the few teams in the world that could put a sponsor like that on the front of their shirt. And it be that cool and work that well and call back to the history of the place and the city, but I did have a little think and I look, and you know what, a London club would have on the front of their shirt if they used an emblematic phrase for the city of London.
0: Go oh, on, is it going to be? In, is it
1: Latin? Well, the Romans they they occupied London for a, a long time, but who hasn't? Now I can tell you what what would be on the front of say West Ham or or Chelsea or Arsenal. It'd be fuck off down those apples and pears you absolute mug and get out of my pub so it doesn't work quite as well but the rome one does so ad did you buy it
0: i have it's on its way it's on its way and that's said scott who can't join us today is uh he's also on that list he's um he, he's done the same yeah i don't
1: blame you i think i would have done the same if 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 i thought about it hard enough i think but I, I think that's right, isn't it? They have won it. It's the second time they've had that sponsor. They beat Lazio 2-0 before. See, I'm no rumour expert,
2: but I'm sure I've got a memory of them wearing a white Kappa one with that sponsor as well. Is that right? Or have I just imagined that?
0: No, I think you're right, Mike. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, the season after they won the Copper Italia. I seem to remember it with the, uh, the, the copper patch on as well. Only reason, um,
2: only, only reason I remember that is because the the white
0: Kappa shirt's a particular favourite of mine. So, yeah, looks good um, though, doesn't it? It Looks really, really good. And I think I read somewhere, Inter Milan might be doing something with theirs going forward as well, something around their their academy or their charity or their university or something like that that they're potentially going to be putting on the front of their shirt for the last few games. A question, actually: Are Roma keeping that for the rest of the season? Then is it staying on there? Right, so it's a bit unclear. So I, I believe Italian clubs are allowed to apply for presentation once a year to have a different message on their shirt. Okay. And I don't know whether they got it granted on that basis and it's just a one-off or the rest of the season. I did say they were going to try and get it for the rest of the season. I guess if digital bits haven't paid, probably okay, isn't it? Looks awesome. It does look good. It does look good. There was one other bit of kit news, bit of a random one. We tweeted it out and it went... Really wild because it's uh, to do with Brazilian club. Um, did you both see that? I did. Yeah,
2: I did. Um, obviously, I believe it was you that put it out on on the, the pod account ad, um, and that was where I saw it first. To be honest with you, but yeah, it was basically a Brazilian Serie B club, ABCFC, going to be or have worn when 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 was they it
0: worn? Wore it against Luis Suarez's Grêmio on see, Wednesday yeah. on Thursday night.
2: And what what's special about it, and I think this is amazing, is that it has a special textured fabric which people can touch and read braille. And it lists the names of former playing legends at the club. That is one of my favourite features I've seen on any new shirt
0: ever. I think it's brilliant. I mean, it looks good. It's brilliant in terms of inclusivity I'm struggling my words say aren't I it's, I'm only drinking tea for once I'm not even drinking beer um, <laughs> it's, it's brilliant for inclusivity as well in terms of the fan base and what was also really nice is seeing in the replies where some clubs had done similar before so this was the first team that had ever done it throughout the entire fabric I think all the white stripes and their black and white shirt had, had had the Brellin. but there were some great examples of clubs that have done it just underneath their club badge before I think Real Batiste had done one maybe with a sponsor uh, and a couple of other teams have done, it, done a few bits but not to this 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 level but it's, it was nice to see that there's been a few other bits done out there okay so speaking of abc fc legends that might be a quiz we've got coming up for you later guys so uh if you want to do some last minute revision on those uh on those <laughs> playing greats from from the brazilian Serie b but but no we we have got a quiz coming up later but in the meantime that's the end of the news let's move on to kit history <laughs> Kid history, kid history, we haven't made it up. Kid history, kid history, we read it on Wikipedia. Wow,
2: well, the news was quite heavily influenced by Italy and Rome. I'm going to stay there for Kid History. So Football Club di Roma was formed as a sports club in 1901 and two years later, in 1903, they opened their association football section. They played until 1927 when they merged with two other clubs, which were Alba Audace and Fortitudo, and they formed AS Roma. So, A.S. Roma chose to keep the colours of Football Club de Roma rather than the green of Alba or the red and blue of Fortit- Fortitudo. Keep saying it. I'm glad that's the last time I got to say that. Um, as we all know, the colours are maroon or specifically, it's actually technically carmine red and gold. These are the traditional colours of the eternal city of Rome. The maroon is said to represent imperial dignity, whilst gold re- represents God in Roman Catholicism. Obviously, Roma still wear these colours today, most commonly with white shorts and black socks. But on occasion, they will switch to maroon shorts and socks for important matches. What do you think, NAD? Did, did you
0: know all that already? Uh, yeah, 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 the history bit. The um, In my head, the white shorts and black socks. Not, not sure they have been sticking to that much recently. But yeah, and the All-Maroon for big games. I mean, what more can we say? We're talking about great club ears and great colours, aren't we? <laughs> I'll be honest with you,
2: that that maroon shorts and socks thing, until I, I, I I'm gonna, I'll be honest with you, This for, for this one, I started to have a look into Napoli because I was thinking they were going to win the, the league and maybe be nice to follow on from that. And then when they fucked it for this weekend, I thought, oh, sod it, what else have we got? And I stumbled across Roma. And I'll be honest with you, yeah, reading through through a, a few bits of it surprised me. Like, And the biggest one was that that maroon shorts and socks for uh, for big games. Like, I love that idea. So the reason I like it as well is because Aston Villa occasionally, not just for big games, but they'll match a claret short up with their claret shirts and sometimes claret socks. And I think it's a brilliant look. And now it makes me wish they just did it for big,
1: ga- big games. I'm going to make myself sound really stupid here, but you know what I genuinely always thought? roma's colors were all about i always thought it was to kind of call back to like like roman soldiers centurion tunics genuinely always thought it was that i have no basis to think that other than what i've made up in my own head but
0: that, i mean that could be right as well because i guess if it's colors from the roman empire that this capital of writing that, that could be why the soldiers were wearing it so you might not be wrong Tom. Take... also
2: i i i wondered if if because obviously roma occasionally get a green away shirt um obviously the one club that was part of the merger is it albert Audace or Audace, depending on how you want to pronounce it they wore green and white for home so
0: that that could be a little nod back to that and of course they released that lovely legacy range shirt earlier this year which people went mental for and not actually worn have they no
2: that's enough roma for one episode now and it should move on now
0: well, yeah, let's move on to this week's quiz. Right. Keeping in the theme of today's show, I have come up with a quiz for you two on Roma shirts. So we are going to be looking back at Roma shirts from the last 30 years. Both ready? Ready. Ready. No, I'm only joking.
1: What are going to (laughs) do? Thank God for that.
0: (laughs) I've seen the panic in my eyes there. I was confident.
1: I had him then. I had Uh, him.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. So, I think we touched on it earlier. Lamine Yamal made his debut for Barcelona this week, aged 15 years old and 290 days, coming on for veteran Gavi in their win against Real Batiste. So, I thought we'd do a little we can do a little quiz on a specific young player. But before we get there, I'm going to ask you some general knowledge questions. There's no points for this. This is just, um, let's see how much you've got your finger on the pulse. Let's look at your clubs. Tom, who is Chelsea's youngest ever
1: player? Oh, that's really hard. Um, You can help him, Mike. Can I have a clue? Is it it modern or is it, you know, like? Depends how old you are. No, not really. I guess
0: I'm guessing it's going to be uh, early noughties. It's a long standing record.
1: I don't know it is. Oh,
0: is, is it, I know this is going to sound like a stupid question, but is it a Chelsea youth team player or is it's, it a player they brought in young? It's a player that came through the Chelsea youth team and he's English as well. Uh, not who I was thinking of, then. I'm sure it's not John Terry. No, he's recently moved into management. You're right, sort of era though. Recently moved into management in League Two. Well, oh,
1: Jodie Morris.
0: It's Jodie Morris, yeah. And older than I expected. 17 years and 43 days when he made his debut, but... I was surprised that was still a record. Mm, yeah. Mike, no surprise, the question's coming to you. As Villa's youngest ever at the Oh, yeah,
2: I should have Googled it. I was waiting for Tom to answer instead of thinking about it, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, oh, it is a tough one, that. Um, I mean, Jack Grealish is in there with a, this. Is this a, a, to make an appearance or to start? Sorry.
0: Honestly, I don't think you're going to get this, in all fairness. It was back in 1969. <laughs> not, a not, not a clue then. Not a clue. Uh, a, a young lad, not not so young anymore, um, by the name of Jimmy Brown, was uh, fifteen oh, and three hundred, yeah, oh, fifteen and yeah. three hundred forty-nine days old when he made his debut for, for Aston Villa. <clears throat> Should we have a couple more club ones and then I'll move on to the quiz? So, who do you think was the youngest ever player, Mike? Actually, we're going to get you to answer this, answer this one. Youngest ever player to play for Bayern Munich. Oh God. Um... Is it, am I going to know this one this time?
2: Recent, it? it's recent. It, like, it's,
0: yeah, recent.
1: Mm. Oh, I think I know this one.
2: How, how recent, because i got two in my head. Muziala would be up there. Um, I would have e- either said Muziala or uh, xerxes but I'd probably think that Muziala was just a bit younger.
0: I was going to go
1: Xerxi. That
0: was who I was going to go for. Were you? So Mussiala was 17 years old 115 days when he made his debut. But there was a young lad by the name of Paul Vanner, who made his uh, made his debut after the winter break at 16 years old and 15 days. <laughs> so there we go. There we go. Smashed it. We've done Barcelona. How about Real Madrid? Come on, Real Madrid's youngest ever player. Uh it wouldn't be um God, these are hard.
1: Have We ever got one right yet.
0: <laughs> this is why this isn't a quiz. The quiz will be easier.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, see, Real Madrid, I have absolutely no idea. The only player I could even take a guess at that I know he played relatively young was Iker Casillas in goal.
1: Oh, What's is job? it Martin Odegaard? Tom, it's
0: Martin Odegaard. Well done. Oh. Oh. Well done. He was uh, the ripe old age of 16 years, 157 days. So, Tom... Top, top marks for that one. Youngest ever Premier League player. Again, oh, we're not- recent. Oh. We're in the last 18 months. It wasn't Harvey Elliott when he came up. Who was it he played for before? Um, I, believe you, I believe it was Harvey ever- Elliott. But, this, but the record was broken by a lad coming on to make his debut against Brentford last year. Oh, God. For Arsenal? No, we're not going to get there. Ethan Danwery. Came on at the age of fifteen years and one hundred eighty-one days for Arsenal. Actually, he overtook another player from Liverpool. Who remembers a player called Jerome Sinclair?
1: Yes, I remember. He went to Watford for like quite big money, didn't he?
0: He played for Liverpool. So he played for Liverpool against West Brom at the age of sixteen years old. A week after he turned sixteen, went to Wigan, Watford. Uh, what other clubs did he play for? Played for a few clubs. Ended up at Oxford United and Vevé Venlo, CSK Sofia, and now at the ripe old age of. 26 or something like that he runs a fried chicken shop (laughs) is that bullshit or is that real it's real google it go on that's
1: the greatest career path i've ever heard how would he be now
0: yeah i I think he might be younger he might be like 22 23 but yeah he runs a runs a fried chicken shop so um yeah shows shows the lows that can come after the highs So probably should be a warning to ourselves um with the success he went
1: from liverpool to a chicken shop i know where i'd rather be (laughs)
0: <laughs> right so we've been looking at young aces so there is a purpose for this and um, the quiz hopefully will be a little bit easier but we are looking at one youngster in particular maybe maybe the most famous youngster of all time tom football manager 2005 mike who are you signing Freddie adu Freddie adu football manager 2005 he was the 14 or 15 year old that Everybody needed. So we're going to go through the career path of Freddie Adu. Now, not expecting you to know them all, I'm going to alternate between the two of you. Some of these are clubs that he did play for, some of these are clubs that he didn't play for. What I need you to say is Freddie Adu or Freddie a don't. <laughs>
1: I love it. I love it.
0: So, we clear the rules. I'm going to list up the clubs. Mike, you'll be first, followed by Tom. We're going to alternate all the way through. And I just want Freddie Adu or Freddie don't. <laughs> so, we'll start off with Mike, DC United. Freddie Ado. <laughs> One mark for Mike. Tom, Real Madrid. Freddie Adon. A mark for Tom. Rail Salt Lake. Freddy I do. Correct. Benfica. Freddy I do. Correct. Marseille. Freddy I don't. Correct. Monaco. Freddy I don't. Incorrect. Oh! Mike, to take the lead. We've got the lead already, but to extend the lead. A spell in Portugal with Beleneses. Freddie ado Correct Tom Udinese
1: Freddie don't. Correct Aris in Greece
0: Freddie don't. Incorrect it's Freddie ado Tom Tatai. To spore, Turkey Freddie ado Freddie ado Correct <laughs> Mike, he then got a big money move to Besiktas. Freddie, I do. Freddie, I don't. Oh. Tom, he went back home and signed for Philadelphia Union, didn't he? Freddie, I do. Correct. Then to Bahia. It's all falling apart now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Freddie, I do. Freddie, I do. Yes. <clears throat> and after a successful stint at the Brazilian sleeping giants, he got a move to Corinthians. Tom. Freddie, I don't. Freddie, I don't. It was indeed, Mike. A move to Jogadinja in Serbia. Freddy I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only because
2: there's no way you'd have ever put that one in there if you didn't.
0: <laughs> Tom, after he tore it up in Serbia, he moved to Kupus in Finland. Freddie, I do. Freddie, I do. Mike, then a big money move. To Estonia and Floria Tallinn. Freddy I do. Freddy I don't. <laughs> oh <laughs> he stayed in Finland, did he, Tom? And moved to Kufu ninety eight?
1: Freddy I don't.
0: Freddy I do. Right, <laughs> Mike, Mike, you need this. <clears throat> We've only got a few clubs left. Las Vegas Lights. Freddy I do. Freddy I do. Tom? Floriana, Malta. Freddy I do ready i
1: don't oh, i've not
0: behind this very well basically there's one one club left so if you two can name his last professional if one of you can name his last professional club you take the win go on have a guess you might as well have a guess just tell us the country it's in you're not gonna that won't help i don't think that's gonna be my next tie break <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it <laughs> <laughs>
0: i tell you what, who can tell me the country finished his career in?
1: The United States.
0: Qatar. It is Sweden with Austerlin. so we'll call it an honourable draw. Well done to you both. You both scored seven each. Just to clarify the infamous <laughs> career of Freddie Adu, yeah. he went from DC United to Real Salt Lake, to Benfica, to Monaco, to Beleneses, to Aris to Sport, to Philadelphia Union, to Bahia, to Jogadinia, to Kupas, to Kufu98, to Tampa Bay Rowdies. I missed one out, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Then on to LA Lights and finished off at Osterlin. So um, what a career, eh? Did you have Monaco there? I meant to say it after Benfica. I'm not sure if I did, but uh <laughs> written down. I was just getting just too many to be honest. There's too many. It didn't finish off at KFC though, like Jerome Sinclair. So
1: You could have said it was a tie, but you could have said much ado about nothing. Oh
0: there we go. There we go. I've just come back <laughs> from Verona as well. That would have been beautiful. That would have been beautiful. <laughs> not a different Shakespeare player, but you know. Uh, right. So there we go. Um, we we tied, but that was good fun. That was good fun. Think of any other players we can do that with in the future? Uh, <laughs> do
1: or, don't. <laughs> sure. do or don't.
2: I mean, I I I think that if we try and base it on whether or not we can say a do or don't on
1: that <laughs> name, it, might, it
2: it might be quite difficult to be honest. But hey, if if we've just got a Freddie a do or a Freddie a don't, and there's one one and done, I think oh, we're good.
0: God. We can have shat off and shat
1: on as some of them they sat on the bench for that club. <laughs> I think that's the best thing we've ever done. <laughs> legs in it, legs
0: in it's it. Not, nothing will trump Eredivisius star or porn star, I don't think.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's where we peaked. Right, that's <laughs> it for another week, gentlemen. Um, it's been fun. What have we got coming up over the next couple of weeks?
1: We have a Forgotten Football Clubs special with another very friendly pod. And we also have that Portuguese Cup special with the author of the book about the portuguese cup and fan culture which is one well worth waiting for
0: sounds good and there's still a lot of noise about our top 20 poll that went out last week mike and you've just put the thread out in the last day or so as well on twitter for people to see that poll absolutely yeah a lot of people talking about it a lot of people telling us how we got it wrong
2: i'd just like to remind everybody that we didn't do it it was a vote and hundreds of votes put in um so it was about as we could. We were as objective as we
1: could be with it. I just feel like I have to step in here because I know this is what Scott would want. And in the spirit of Scott, if you didn't fucking vote in it and didn't contribute, you have no fucking right to complain. And we didn't pick it anyway, so piss off with your <laughs> shitty opinion. That's what I have to say.
2: <laughs> and I'll I'll just follow on with that and say that uh, I think we might do another one soon. So if anybody would kindly like to. Put- <laughs> Any Anything forward for that one that would be great Now, uh, obviously on the end of the the thread today, I'll put uh, you know a little a question out to everybody about if we were to do it again because people seem to enjoy these these um sort of like top twenties and 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 so on, so I think that one of the ones that people seem to want to see is the worst shirts of all time. I think that one could be quite interesting, so maybe we'll do something like that soon.
1: Portman's certain to dominate.
2: Oh, I don't know. You got. You got to remember. There was a team that had fucking sausages and carrots and shit
0: all over their shirts. So, mm. yeah, There's some teams out there that have got carrots and sausages wearing their shirts at the moment as well. So, um, <laughs> you know, whatever turns people on, I guess. It's been fun. Scott will be with us next <laughs> week. <laughs>
2: It, just <laughs> it was a perfect combination of carrots and sausages, wasn't it?
0: Right, I think we probably probably should stop there, and we'll, we'll come back next week. um They think it's all over. It is now. <laughs> <laughs>